This is the Department of Promethean Science, stealing fire from the gods to make a better life for you and me. It is Wednesday, August 17th, 2016, and I'm improvising on the podcast this week with Sarah Magnuson, which was a blast, and it's sort of the first in the ser- in a series here. Um, I'm really enjoying, I really enjoyed seeing uh, the team Gallon play recently, and uh, there are a bunch of folks that I've had the opportunity to work with uh, at length uh, in the CIC curriculum, and um, I I really, really enjoyed it, and they sort of have uh, continued on as an independent team, and I am just really kind of geeking out about them, just because from what I've seen, they're they're executing really well on having a voice. They have a like a sound, a tone. You know, they they sound like themselves in a way that I don't think a lot of teams have. So I'm just interested to see what happens with them, where they go. Um, what the story is, what the deal is, where it's going. And so uh, the next couple, few uh, quad of podcasts here will be with members of that team. And uh, Sarah is the first one that I recorded with, and so she is the first one that is being released. Um, if you care to see that team, they're opening um, for a Dinner Bell on at uh, Friday at midnight on the 26th of August. Jeez, uh, I hope I got that right. I don't have the calendar open in front of me. Um, so, uh, you know, it's a uh, lightly attended good time show at the Witching Hour at the IO Theater. And uh, we're having the opportunity to have a, a, a several teams, uh, different teams play with us. Uh, DeLorean is this Friday. It's a bunch of, a few few folks that, uh, that I worked with previously uh, in the IO training program that I'm excited to see play on a team. And and uh, then uh, I'm really excited for uh, for Gallon to play too, just because they, they kind of have uh, bewitched me in terms of uh, what what they're doing as a team. And Sarah herself is just uh, it, it's been a lot of fun to watch her play, and it was a blast to play with her. She just has so much ground. She's so she's so grounded and so willing to play anything at all that she winds up bringing weight and substance to even the most uh, idiotic flights of fancy, which of course I am prone to engage in. So I really appreciated what she did for uh, the scene here with the two of us playing together. Um, If you have a suggestion for myself and a guest to improvise to in the future, please send it along to the email address at prometheanscience at gmail.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-T-H-E-A-N science at gmail.com with the subject line suggestion and then whatever you care for that suggestion to be in the body. And if you've got any other kind of correspondence, please feel free to send along to that same email address uh, with anything else in the subject line and I will try and open it up, read it, and get back to you. I've been pretty slow about that, but uh, I have a series of podcasts in the can here that I'm hopefully will be releasing, if not weekly, you know, more like on a 10 to 14 day cycle here. Uh, you know, all things all things going my way, that will be the way that it shakes out. Um, oh, uh, in terms of uh, suggestions, oh, sad for me, my beloved dungeon boss got sort of crappy on their last, uh, their last release. Not only did it, it really make the game complex and kind of impossible to do anything with, even if you kind of maxed out and spent a, t- a lot of time with it, but they're also governing um, the volume at which you can listen to your music, all that stuff. I, I feel like I'm in Dungeon Boss morning because I, I really don't know if I'm even going to open it up that much in the future, but I am salving 
my uh, dungeon boss wounds with uh, Saber's Edge, which is a pirate game that uh, that's like a, a, a puzzle match game uh, that still lets you build characters and all that stuff. So if you're a phone gamer, I recommend you check it out. Check out Saber's Edge. It's uh, making my dungeon boss loss uh, a little bit more palatable. Gotta admit. All right, but in any case, uh, here is Sarah Magnuson and I improvising to a suggestion from Dr. Ron Harvey. You know it. And that suggestion was Catterwall. blanket over in the corner. Okay. Oh, Here, God. let me get it yeah, for you. Thank you. Oh, Just wrap yourself you. around. Oh, God. Oh, oh, oh. How long have you been out there? I don't know. The change came on me. I can see that. You're, you're bleeding I know. everywhere. I know. I know. I don't know what I did. You should not be out this time of night. I know, but it's the curse. I've told you a thousand times. It's the curse. I, I, I think I may have, I have a vague memory of chasing a rabbit through a patch of brambles. Did you go... My patch of brambles? I don't know, maybe. Probably. Oh. I guess if it's the closest patch of brambles. What am I going to do with you? I, I've told you so many times. I, I just know. I cannot have happen to you what happened to your brother. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mom. I'm sorry. You have to put the addition on the house and you have to live in that room now. Okay. I know. I know. I know. I know. It's just... I mean, I don't have any control. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Well, this family just has a history of crossing gypsies. I know. I know. <laughs> does it? It does. It does. So let's maybe figure that out, okay. huh? Stop well, yelling at me for what I'm I can't sorry, control. I just, let's fix the source of so the problem. It's so difficult to see this happen to your family year after year after year. I know, Mom. We're a huge burden. No. No, you're not a burden. We're a burden. It, it's, it's not okay. a burden. I understand it's a burden. Every a burden family has these things. It, it's it's okay. I need to be more patient with you and your brother. I do. Well, thanks. <laughs> what led you? What led well, you to go out? The moon. Just, just the moon? Yeah. The moon. It's full. It's full And tonight. it made me turn into the creature. Do you want to be the creature? I don't know. I think maybe you do. I don't know. You can tell me if you want Look, to be the creature. The creature it doesn't have to worry about school. And school is a drag. School. I know you don't so, like school. I didn't I don't like school, like school. It's hard. <laughs> well, it's hard and I have... I don't feel like I don't fit in and I don't have a lot of friends. When I'm the creature, I don't worry about friends. I don't worry about fitting in. I just worry about predating. Well, you what know? If, what if I'm not even that worried about it. I just do it. Oh, my goodness. I, what, what if we found a school for you with other you children think, like you? Well, I don't want us to move. Well, what if it you love this house? I do love I mean, this house. And you built the addition for Greg. I know. I, maybe I could build another room for you, but sweetheart, this is a lot to handle. I I'm know. just trying to help you. You're a unique little boy. I know. This is not a problem most people have. I know. 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 Well, I don't know. I mean, what's what are gypsies like? Let's do something to try, see if the gypsy will lift the curse. Well, we could. You want to go see a gypsy to lift? I want to see the gypsy the, the that cursed gypsy? me. 
Well, we could go down. I know where she lives. Yeah, me too, because I cut across her lawn on my bike, and now I'm a werewolf. Well, now she's looking for you. If you ruin, <laughs> you know she doesn't like people going into her yard on the bike. I know. Well, I she know. She has the now. sidewalks. Use the sidewalks. I know, but it's just so much easier to cut through her lawn, you know? I mean, obviously, her. Greg did it. I did it. He did I it. think other kids do it, but they just haven't been caught. She's so unhappy caught. with me. She thinks I'm a bad mother. Well, I guess if she, we're the two kids that she's caught crossing her lawn on bikes, that she's cursed and um, now we're werewolves. Yeah, yeah she's going to yeah, have I'm, beef with you. She's going to have that. But I think that I'm the cool mom for having the adventurous You are lives. the cool mom. Thank You're you. are the coolest. Thank you. I don't know another mom that owns a leather jacket. Thank you. Well, I don't either. Yeah. And that's why the other moms in the neighborhood don't like me. Those other moms suck. I mean, maybe if we are the outsiders, maybe we should just leave. Well, yeah, but... I mean... Do you have enough equity in the house I yet? Don't, I don't have enough equity in the house. And why do you know something like that? You're just a boy. Well, you know, math and finances are the two things that I don't struggle at in school. <laughs> Those are the two most important things. Well, I guess. But, you know, it feels like people think I have a soul problem because I don't understand what the messages are behind classic literature. No. I think that you're much more focused on other things, yeah. like trying to sneak over to the gypsy's home. And yeah. we'll have to go there, and we'll apologize, and we can figure out, do we lift the curse, or do we just If she lifts the curse, on. that would be so great. So you want the curse lifted. Yeah, I think I do. Because here's the thing. It's pretty cool to be a predator, but now Greg's a dog all the time, and we yes. have to keep him in that part of the yes. house. And I miss him. I, I miss what he could talk. I miss him, too. I don't want to yeah. have it accelerate to the point where I'm a dog in a part Absolutely. of the house. It's been such a and hard And you're having year. to spend money to get a, maybe a morg- another mortgage another. so you can afford to extend, you know. It was so much easier before your father left, but I could do it. I just want to do what's best for you both. You're strong and tough. Thank you. And Dad's a lazy sack He's of shit. He's a lazy sack of shit. He's right, but I don't want to hear you say that word. I'm sorry, I thought I could, right. I could spend the chip because we were having a moment. No, you're in enough trouble as it is. <laughs> sorry, Mom. That's okay, sweetheart. <laughs> That's our time. <laughs> Uh, awesome. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> that uh, that was really, really fun. I, I, I feel like I've just been watching a lot of werewolf stuff lately, <laughs> yeah. so, like, I think it's just in my, it's it's probably in my head a little bit, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and, like, I'm always looking for a TV show to have on while I'm doing other things because I'm a damaged member of the 21st century. Sure. And... I recently started to uh, have my background show be Hemlock Grove. Okay. Um, which is terrible. It's a very bad show. It's like kind of trying to be Twin Peaks, but with more overt monsters um, and not really succeeding. Um, but I'm enjoying it as a background show, and there's werewolf stuff in that. Uh, uh, even with a, a mom and. <laughs> really. So even with a mom and a son who's a werewolf. And then. Um, and then we've been watching Penny Dreadful, too, and there's a okay. werewolf in that. And so I think that, like, in that moment of sitting... Sit, at the beginning of... So what ha- was happening with me at the mm-hmm. beginning of that is that there was that pause afterward, after, you know, reading the suggestion out. And, and the more that space was there, the more I had this internal acceleration to just be like, 
ah, fuck it, I'm gonna go for it, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, so that's why I started howling. <laughs> and I knew as soon as that happened, I was like, okay. I was once at an improv show, and I don't know very much at all about, like, werewolves, Dracula stuff, right. and I once did a show where I completely, like, I just went off of what I thought I knew, and totally, like... It's way better! It's all you can do, and I, like, switched up the rules between, like, vampires and zombies or something, and afterward everyone was like, you don't know what you're talking but about. But that's the best. So I thought oh. it was fun. So I was like, okay, this is what this is going to be again. And I should have Googled it all after that show, like, two years ago. See, and I, didn't. I think my, my my argument is that, like, well, yeah, it's good to know stuff. And, 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 and you know, if you're interested, sure. But, like, in the context of whatever we're doing, you know, like, the, that's the world that's real, right? Right. And so, for me, I actually am thrilled at the idea of like playing but I mean I obviously have a great deal of love for classic monsters um, but I'm thrilled at the idea of playing a scene with someone that has no idea about the the rules sure. of that stuff but is willing to make declarations about it because it's gonna delight me to no end and it's okay. gonna be so like Specific to mm-hmm. you know that those moments of just kind of like as soon as you declare like a heart like some hard and fast reality about something that is maybe incongruous with what you know the real deal is it's going to be so much fun to play because just in this instance that's going to be what the reality is sure. and then it's a point off of which to bend and you know and and morph and all that stuff and I thought like how can I live within this world with some sort of arsenal of something that I know and of course for whatever reason that was single mom which I actually don't know but that seemed familiar so I just went for it well there was a, there was a moment there was a moment in there where I was like it had yet to emerge to me exactly like what our relationship yeah. was you know and there was a moment where I thought like Maybe you were kind of like my aunt or okay. something, and then when as soon as it was like as soon as this had happened to my brother already, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, yep, this is my yeah. mom," which is great. I mean, to me, that was like that's way more. There's way it's. I think that's actually the fruitful angle of that scene is like you playing, uh, you you deciding to like treat it that way and like have it be something that like you as a mom are dealing with and trying to take care of your kid right. and the thing that you're trying to take care of your kid about is that, <laughs> that he's a werewolf and you're kind of like kind of tired of it <laughs> you know? yeah. it seems like you're sort of like beleaguered by the fact that you're that your son is constantly misbehaving by turning into a werewolf and right. raging around you know right. which to me is like really I love that. And she's losing it. She's like, am I a real mother? Am I losing it? And it's exposed in front of my son. Like, I, It's like when parents get divorced and they start shitting on the other parent. Like, yeah. Am I just me, but also with kids? Or am I a mom? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that was, that, that was like really the heart of... You know, that was the, the engine of that scene. I thought it was really so, so effective because you were just so like... Uh, engaged with feeling that, you know, like you did know who you were, and like every the the other stuff you kind of dealt with, but then it also provided just so many opportunities for like the if this is the emotional reality of where what we are and what we're doing, and what we're dealing with, then the also kind of like contextual reality of it like provides more <laughs> more <laughs> more opportunities, yeah, you know, yeah, to like to to. To screw around, I feel like in both of those dimensions, you know, for me, I was having a lot of like 
fun moments where it would be like, oh yeah, so like the the, the w- there might be a werewolf riff for like why I'm a werewolf or like what caused it or any of that stuff, but then there might just be like family dynamic riffs too, and right. like both of those things kind of can coexist because of like how we make each other feel and what we care about in terms of each other, right. you know, which yeah. is like really, I just thought it was really great, you know, and then it was, I mean, it's one of those things where I think it kind of like teases and excites the brain a little bit, because we have like an understanding of who we are, and so it's easy to have that as like the base as we kind of like do this other stuff. I mean, like, yeah. it was just tickling at the back of my head that this notion that I had an older brother that went through the same thing, but we had to build an addition to the house. And I'm like, so it's way worse <laughs> yeah. than just, like, turning into a werewolf at the full moon every month. Like, like, he's obviously degenerated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, it's just, like, really, really fun, you know? Yeah. I was, I, I, I was, uh, I really, really, really enjoyed that a lot. <laughs> I'm glad. You Me know? too, yeah. Yeah, it creates all those, like, moments where we start to fill in, you know. Yeah, what what is taking place. Yeah. And I like to, you know, I mean, maybe you could speak to that a little bit. Like, that, the, like, the way it was unfolding in, like, I think who you are in that situation, right, is, like, making you interrogate whether it's really worth it to be where you're, like, you know, you're actually following the chain of logic of, like, what we're being presented with as the reality when you're, like, well, none of the other moms in the neighborhood like me, and, like, you don't have any friends, and you don't like school, why don't we move? You know, right. like, that kind of, you know, that it feels like that's sort of motivated more by, like, by the way that you actually, like, by you believing that you are this person and feeling your way through it rather than being, like... The this is the parameter. These are the parameters of the narrative we're constructing, and so I can't possibly do this thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's like that kind of like theoretically sort of like breaks the, the what I would imagine would be the theoretical narrative structure of the scene. But it also is like so much more real and like interesting, and it's going to put us in an interesting conversational space where like we don't know what the end result of it is. So we really have to process it as the people that we are existing as mm-hmm. and working it out and that that to me is actually like the real excitement of, of improvising it's not like it's not like figuring out what 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 the sum total of this thing is going to be by the time we're done with it mm-hmm. and then being like oh we'll comply with that idea it actually is making a discovery and i thought that was like a really really cool opportunity for discovery so i mean i, I what's the like what's what motivates you in moments like that, you know? Where you think about that. Because so, I think that that is some, something that you have a facility for. It feels like inside scenes, there's plenty of moments where you kind of like, a scene has been happening, uh-huh. then so, then something that happens that like ought to be obvious, but because we're thinking, we might be thinking about it like a story, the pause wouldn't necessarily be there for you to suddenly just be like, wait a minute, but this is... Let's everybody slow down and like realize that this is what ha- is happening, and it feels like that's something that that you feel comfortable with and like have uh, have the perceptive uh, capacity for like noticing those moments. Like, sure. what's the what's the process? Well, I think I, I really enjoy playing close to myself, and it's so important for me to just play very realistic situations, and so. 
if there's any an opportunity, if ever an opportunity, even if we're in this ridiculous world I know nothing about, to bring some sort of um, like real life situation or emotion into it, I'm okay doing that. <laughs> you know, like um, it's okay to be. Uh, a mom who has a family with a curse and a gypsy neighbor. It's okay to do that. You just have to function. It's more interesting, I think, to, to function normally and to, you know, approach it like you would as yeah. the human being that you are than um, just, like, jumping into this crazy... You know, it, it's it's cool to keep a foot in both... Yeah. You know, on both sides. You yeah, know? I think that's... You know that's I mean? Yeah, I do, because I think that's actually kind of the key... The key thing about it is that, like... The, the part where you're like, it's okay for this to be, you know, and I think that's really kind of the, 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 like, the beauty of it, like, the success of the thing is that, like, when you say, I like to play close to myself, I like to have a real emotion, I like to, you know, it, it's never at the expense of whatever else has been introduced, you know, or, like, Certainly whatever not. else, you know, so, like, your, your, I think probably your attachment to playing with that kind of like level of sort of like humanity integrity next to also being flexible and willing to play what uh, you know wh- whatever is t- happening out there you know which of course might be bananas right is um, like yeah. really a huge success you know oh, I mean that's you. like those that's a really cool kind of like you know because th- those two things can kind of operate in exclusion to one another sometimes, you know, where it's like only wanting to do sort of crazy, wacky stuff and having it have humanity drop away or having humanity sort of like be the thing that that kind of makes you sort of say, that's crazy, that's not real, whatever, you know, but Mm -hmm. sort of accepting it all as real and then like being like, oh, this is, this crazy shit is real and now I have real feelings about it, you know, it's like, seems to be is really exciting, you know. I think it's it, the best. I think it's the best of both worlds when the stars kind of align yeah. and there's just you're just signed up and you're all in, but you're still functioning like you would in the real world. Yeah. I think that's very pleasing as a performer and also when I watch as an audience member. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean I love I, I love watching it. It's pleasing to me as a performer because obviously like I have a penchant for taking some wild swings, yeah. you know, yeah. and like, like kind of like liking crazy notions and t- taking those deep dives into those crazy notions, and like so, so I mean this is really fun, you know, like this is a really fun, yeah. it's it, it it's really uh, this is a really fun scene for me to play with you because kind of like taking a wild swing <laughs> and taking like a big leap to produces not something that like just accelerates into chaos that will have no impact, Mm -hmm. but rather sort of like has this harmony of feeling like it has a real kind of like emotional, like it really is like at the end of it, it's kind of like what it's like for a mom to struggle with raising difficult kids and what it is for those kids to be lonely all while getting to do like werewolf curse stuff. (laughs) Like, oh, this is like really... This is really, I'm really into this. Yeah. This is like, this, it's, this is the, uh, absolutely the sweet spot for me, you know? Yeah. I mean, and I don't know, I guess maybe I'm coming to, that, that is something that sort of like is happening to me a lot lately, like thinking about that, because I'm reading a lot of books by this Carlton Mellick the third guy, mm-hmm. and he's, he's, he, he's like the, you know, the primary 
kind of like the, the leading light of this bizarro uh, writing movement. And he writes tons of insane stuff. And uh, it's, it's violent and it's like deviant and it's loaded with sex that's like fair, you know, can at times be a little traumatic. Mm-hmm. But like, it's so human and like so, so it's like the wildest, craziest shit. But that exists solely to like, you know, draw out that even in the most extreme circumstances, like what it is to feel things, you know. So right. like I get to the end of books and like I'm like weeping, you know. Right. And I'm just like, oh, this really made me feel something, you know. And that's fascinating. I like when um, you're you're reading or you're watching something like that, and it's you know for whatever reason or however they're the author's doing it, they're making you almost side with the bad guy. Yeah. You're you're identifying with these horrible things because they've put this human twist on it, and it's yeah. like, oh, I'm totally able to get behind this horrible thing or it's you know invoking these emotions from me uh i think that's fantastic i'm all in on it yeah Yeah. and i think that's kind of the thing the 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 thing for for this work that we're doing is that like it's all about empathy you know Mm -hmm. like it's all about empathy and and kind of like that that's one of the cool tricks is that like you know or cool aspects i guess you know trick is kind of demeaning to it but like that in this thing where anything can happen and we don't even know exactly where it's going to flow or, you know, chain to or any of that stuff, like, we can still operate in a way that will make us feel things or identify, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of, like, having that, the, the wild reach of, like, kind of anything could happen coupled with actually sort of, like, those mo- moments and almost, like, the study of, like, the quirks of the, the smallest pieces of behavior you know, that exist. Yeah. (laughs) Exists with people like just the, like, I'm a cool mom, you know, (laughs) like moments is, uh, is really... (laughs) I like that, uh, you said, oh, you're the only mom with a leather jacket. Like, (laughs) oh, you knew a mom when you were little who had the leather jacket and she was cool. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's like in 60, where it kind of like, just that, that idea of like, that is how you self uh, self identify as like to, it's almost like how you kind of are. It felt almost kind of like how to get through these difficult sons is like yeah I'm a single mom but like you know at least the thing I got going for me is yeah. I'm a cool mom. I'm really cool. Like, yeah. What a great signifier. I mean that and then it's just yeah it's that thing that induces me it like triggers me to like react. You know pretty hopefully pretty instinctually of like oh yes I now this is part of the reality that I always understood. That you are a cool mom, and then, like, as this kid, what is the tangible way I, I relate or interact mm-hmm. to that? And I guess it's like, oh, yeah, leather jacket, yeah. you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, it feel, it, it's a pretty specific world kind of filled into that whole thing for yeah. me, which is really fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I really liked it a lot. Um, so, uh, so the dog went off. Uh, was there anything we didn't talk about? Um over the course of that, that's still that still sticking st- sticking out. I think we your... captured the the, <laughs> the meat of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a perfect way to conclude that. We captured the, the meat, meat of, of that single mom and son way. Of